1: I'm live. I'm Deborah, and this is the new normal. We've been having some sound difficulties, so I'm hoping you're there and that you can hear me. Hey, can everybody hear me now? If you could just give me a thumbs up if you can hear me, that would be really great. Yes, thumbs up. All right. All I've done is turn my phone on and off again. Here we go. And Catherine Bow, our guest today, is joining in. Five, four, three, two. Yes. I feel very strongly Catherine's going to be there. Here she is. Hi. Hello, Catherine. Welcome to the new normal. Sorry for the technical difficulties.
2: It's okay. It was, you were so well, like so chill about it. You were like, oh, I'll just try again and I'll look nonchalant every time. I've I was very to impressed.
1: Chill. Well, the first couple of days, there was lots of shouting and throwing the phone. <laughs> and I've really learned, do you know what? Part of this quarantine is being
2: patient with technology. You can only afford so many phones. It makes
1: seriously, sense. Seriously, seriously. I believe that, you. Catherine, this is true. I got so upset in the first few days because I don't like technology. And uh, I got so upset at one point. I'd overdone it, to be fair, I'd overworked. And yeah. I was really exhausted. And tech let me down at a very important time. And I threw my phone across the room
2: and said, I'm not good with technology, I'm good with people, and people are gone. I think I may have responded very viscerally to this on Twitter, because you'll know, because I messaged you before this to be like, so where's the Zoom link, Deborah? <laughs> that I know <laughs> yeah, nothing yeah. about tech. Yeah, <laughs> so, my favorite joke this unfair. week, my favorite joke this week
1: was when Grace Petrie um, quote tweeted the Queen's announcement that she was going to be on at eight o'clock, addressing the nation with, could we have a password and the, the link please, the Zoom yeah. please, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's how we live now. It's so bad, but I am not, I'm still not caught up in full honesty. I had to get Sarah to set this up for me and I don't really know how to move the camera. So if you're not happy with my face here, I don't know what to do. You're fine. You're fine. Do you oh, think okay. her majesty uses Zoom? I mean, they probably used it before because it was quicker to wait to talk to each other than walk through that giant house to each other, right? Well, that's true. It's very handy in a palace Zoom. Yeah.
1: Do you think we- Her Majesty uses house party to talk to the grandchildren?
2: I think one would find that undignified, mm. but I, I w- could be wrong. I
1: wouldn't be surprised. Yes, the glasses are Trelise Cooper, a New Zealand designer. I mention her all the time because people are obsessed with where I get my glasses. And to date, Trelise Cooper has not given me or offered me any new glasses, despite the three million ads I've done to her. So Trelise Cooper, if you're listening... Yes, I will accept free glasses. It's a quarantine. I have no way of earning money anymore.
2: Yes, please. (laughs) Truly. I Um, I don't wear glasses, but uh, I'll take them. They're cute. Tom Selinski has decided that this is the best time to unstack the dishwasher.
1: Are you serious, (laughs) Selinski? Can I just do... There's nowhere else that I can trust the Wi-Fi in this whole flat to do this. Hello, Tom No, Tom, it freezes in Steve's room. It freezes in Steve's room. I promise you this is the only place that I can... I'm, look, you, I'm on television, Steve. Uh, Tom. I'm on television. Stop. Jonathan Ross doesn't have to run of this shit. someone behind of him. he doesn't. Hello, on, Tom. On also, you're very good to around the stacking a dishwasher. <laughs> when does Graham Norton on BBC One have someone behind him on stacking a dishwasher?
2: You know what? It's because you just have love in your life, and that's something you have to put up with, you know, unlike the male TV stars, clearly. You're just, you know, so wonderfully in domestic bliss. I feel those boys have love in their lives. I'm just
1: going to guess. Probably. Now, Catherine Bohart, can I ask you my first question that I ask every guest
2: on The New Normal? Yeah. How the
1: hell are you?
2: Do you want the honest answer? Yes. I'm deeply hungover. Oh. Yeah. I've been deeply hungover for much of the last two weeks. Big, the big night of-
1: clubbing last
2: night? Uh, no. I mean, I have never drank so much alcohol in my whole life. Um, it's not a long term solution but it's helping (laughs) Uh,
1: it's not a alcohol is not a long-term solution to quarantine is a great t-shirt every day we make t-shirts based on something the guest says and hannah from the merch store we've already got a great candidate she's only said one thing and it's already t-shirt worthy
2: I'm just saying. But I, we, it was Sarah's birthday yesterday. Uh, my girlfriend, whom you know. and Happy we, birthday, Sarah. Yes, the tiny boy turned 27. And she's so, doing our show on Friday. She's doing, she's on the new normal. Yes, she is. She's very excited. She will probably have recovered by then because we've sworn off the booze, which oh. will presumably last till Saturday. I was going to say seven o'clock. <laughs> well, no, we, we might. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, very hungover. And we got very drunk in our living room, which was a terrible idea. Also, Sarah bought a ping pong set for our dining table. Oh. And when I when I ping pong, I don't count my drinks. So I That's got another hungry.
1: great T-shirt slogan. <laughs> Hannah's gonna have a work cut out today. When I ping pong, I don't count my drinks is a great
2: quarantine slogan. You can't count mojitos and a rally. I'm just saying.
1: Your (laughs) quarantine sounds so much funner than mine. (laughs) Oh, I'm just doing margarita tennis, table tennis rally.
2: I mean, I should say I largely own Jigsaw's Lego ping pong because um, Sarah, nobody knew what to get her. So they just treated her like the nine-year-old boy that she is. And so we just got a lot of toys. Excellent. I'm so
1: excited to come to your place after quarantine i can't do that right now please do
2: please do i I am so
1: desperate for human contact
2: i don't think i don't i don't know how i'd cope with the excitement of having a person here who isn't sarah (laughs) i think i might like panic like i just like i think i would panic but it would be very exciting well the other because tom does this
1: podcast um called best pick where he and two friends and sometimes a guest um uh uh, analyze and research uh, an Oscar Best Picture winner, and they watch it together and they review it. And they always come here. So when it's Best Pick Day, they're here. And Tom said, "Oh, it's Best Pick Day today, so I'm going to be doing podcast all day." And I was like, oh, "I'm going to see John and Jess." And I just had this moment of forgetting. And of course, of course, I wasn't. They're going to be on Zoom, and I'm like, of course, oh, they are. They're doing a thing with Tom. Yeah. So Suddenly, I realized it went from there'll be people in my house to I'll be all alone because Tom will be plugged into something else. And it was, Saturday, that was my Saturday Best
2: Pick. Yeah, oh. me too. I don't know why I need to come. I'm such a, I'm such, I'm so bad with tech. I was like, I have no, get getting real close. We like a close the up.
1: <laughs> we like a close up. Have you guessed it yet on Best Pick? Not yet. Just well, waiting I'm for sh- the call. I'm sure you'll be asked. You'll have to be now because he's overheard that and it'd be awkward if he didn't. It would be very awkward.
2: And I? I had his back on the dishwasher front. I was like, good you man. You did.
1: Tom. You did. You had his back on mm. the dishwasher front. So Catherine Bohart would like to guess on Best Pick, please. She would. Be we'll be in touch, she says. He'll, his people will call your people. Thank you. Um, has has this crisis, Catherine Bohart, given you any new I'm a feminist barts? All of mine are grooming-based, to be honest.
2: Oh. I was going to say, I'm a feminist, but I have Googled very expensive night creams with a kind of fervour I never had
1: before. I think I'm going to have to get... Because my... I took my expensive it's like a retinol thing where it meant to it's it's meant to be the big thing that helps your skin. I took it on my Australian tour and I just overflowed in my bag and I couldn't bring myself to spend money on something expensive again when I would wasted it. Is it like and the acid stuff? It's very very mild. It's like a fruit acid or something like that but yeah, it just yeah, yeah. Of, you know does that. Anyway, I think I'm going to have to buy it again because honestly my skin is so rough and so dehydrated Same. and so overly pink. I'm starting to look like gammon. I
2: Oh, I genuinely, if I catch myself having like made any sort of facial expression, like raised my eyebrows, I'm a feminist, but it genuinely sends me into existential crisis. So I hear you. Uh, you look
1: lovely, but treat yourself. Well, Space MKs keep on emailing me and I'm going to cave soon and get something called Drunk Elephant because they keep telling me how amazing it is. Um, Get it. Do you have any coping strategies for quarantine stability, emotionally, mentally, just sort of? you know breathing in and out if, you, if you've if you worked and you don't have to have anything by any means but yep. is there anything you re, you're relying on or have, or have discovered anew
2: i would say uh walking has been my coping mechanism mm-hmm. the temptation to not weirdly though that shouldn't exist because I mean, we should all be delighted for our one walk of the day Weirdly, <laughs> go on, I,
1: I, walk.
2: yes oh, but weirdly um at the start i actually found it hard to go out when it was like mm. for nothing but actually changing the route every day is massive. And then a routine has been really good for me. So Monday to Friday, I make my to-do list. I work out before lunch. I go for a walk at the end of the day. I like have a bit of a routine. We eat breakfast at the table, like fancy oh my queens. God. I know. That's Who some are we? kind of duchesses. I know. <laughs> Genuinely. And... uh Sarah has this weird phrase that I don't think is a phrase, but she'll be like, "What are we, the Duke of Sweden?" Uh, so every morning <laughs> we say that, and we then we me-
1: <laughs> and then Not we no. Nope. If you're Swedish and you're watching, we apologise. Yeah, uh, that the- was that's culturally insensitive. Like Swedish Dukes,
2: we eat breakfast, and <laughs> then we come into the office, and Sarah makes us greet everyone in the office like it's a open plan place. So and she'll be like, I- "By everyone, oh. you mean." Imaginary people, right. 100%. So we'll say morning to Tom, morning to Jack. Uh, Karen left last week. Sarah made me sign a card. Um, it was, you know, it's a big office vibe we've got going. Nice. Yes, yeah, a strong vibe. And Do I you
1: ever th- find yourself talking to one of these people at the
2: water cooler about Sarah and about how annoying she is? Oh, 100%. But then I've also overheard her talking at lunchtime about how much she hates her boss. So kind of right Kind of right <laughs> so we're fine? we're fine? I think we're fine. We're
1: losing our minds. You're fine. Which also sort of answers the routine question about how we find, we're finding routine. Because if I didn't have, I'm normally the most unroutine person you will meet. And Same. now my routine is so important to me because if I have these things in the day, that's a day, then it's a day, it's another day. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm so different. I'm such a different person. I don't know what's happened to the old me, but I am hoping that some of those things might move into the new me. Like I might keep my Zoom PT in the morning. I'll just have to move oh. it earlier when I'm allowed to leave the house. Yeah. Are you surprised by anything, Catherine Bohart? Are you surprised by any of your behaviours or feelings that you didn't know you would have? Or just be- just surprised by humankind?
2: Um, is Sarah with commenting in this? This is what I'm surprised by. Sarah's just commented, my boss is Sarah fine. Sarah has entered the chat, somebody says. She said, my boss is fine. Oh, I'm, su- I'm surprised that we haven't had a HR meeting yet. Uh, this is
1: <laughs> there a, will a, be one. In a disciplinary hearing, which sounds really kinky. It's
2: going to end with a firing, I think. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, um... Sarah says I could sense my name in her mouth. Oh, wow. Okay. Is that that's... a reference to,
2: um, what's her name, Raven? What's the name Raven? Do you ever watch know. Raven from That's So Raven? She does the <laughs> Cheetah Girls and they all talk about how um, somebody has their name in her mouth and they shouldn't do. Oh. It's all very exciting. It's very exciting. Sarah, he um, saying, I'll clear out my desk. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I'm surprised by, how I am not able to have a moment to myself. <laughs> mm, yeah. And how much I need that. Uh, Sarah and I are very independent. People are saying, don't fire Sarah. Look, Take it up for this disciplinary hearing, okay? I, I'm not doing this out of hours. I'm not paid no. enough for that. It's 20 past six. It's yes. out of hours. Yeah. But we, uh, we I really, we're quite an independent couple usually. We're all, often on the road. And well, we... your joke
1: is always when you've done Global Pillage together, you're like, this is our first date night in Genuinely. six months. And we, oh God, we haven't seen each other for months. And here we are yeah. on the same panel show. That's your joke. And I'm like aware that that obviously you know, obviously you do see each other, but that comes out of a place of truth of you gigging in different places. Totally. So it's weird. so weird that you're like completely on top of each other right now.
2: Yeah, it's pretty intense. We are thankfully quite good at going, I'm going to be alone now, so I'll go for a run or Sarah will play the PlayStation. Right. Or um so that's good, but it it is, it's weird for us and we're and we've never had less to say to each other either, Deborah. Like mm. I don't know if you guys are fine this, but it's like morning, morning.
1: Yeah. It's is it awkward to say she's packing a bag behind you? <laughs> I could see her just putting a lot of T-shirts that are folded in a very meticulous way. It would be like sack. a
2: stick and a tiny like, scarf on the end. It yeah. wouldn't even be a bag. She'd be like, I'm leaving with my sandwich. And I'm going on my now. one legal walk a day and I'm not coming back. <laughs> not, I mean, she needs me. She'd be back.
1: Well, she's literally got nowhere to legally go right now. Exactly. Um, <laughs> And I should say, if you are in a situation where you do, I should say, seriously, if you are in a situation where you do need to go, um, please ring a refuge line. And I don't want to be making light of that. But also I very much do uh, love the idea of Sarah secretly packing behind Catherine's head as a joke. Um
2: agree on both fronts.
1: Agree. Where is
2: Sarah? Why isn't she in the, why isn't
1: she photobombed this at the moment? Why isn't she Zoom-bombed because, this? Because
2: I'm not in there to tell her to do anything. So she's in, in playing PlayStation. Uh, but she was on this. Oh yeah, from the PlayStation.
1: Oh okay, Kong. I see. I see. She's double screening. I get yeah, it. Yeah,
2: she's a brat. Um, uh, can I ask? Do you have any pets, costumes, or eccentric relics you'd like to show us at home? Pets, <laughs> costumes or eccentric relics? Um, I, all of those could describe Sarah Kierith. Um, we do I have any. We sadly don't have any pets, but we just signed up for an app for NHS doctors' pets, looking after them during the day when they're at work oh my god yes so I'll, sh- I'll share the link with you afterwards because i don't know how to do that now um but i'll send it to you if you want to uh tweet it or instagram it. but it's because amazing the Doctors
1: are working around the clock and no yes. the dog walkers can't but how, how do you come into contact with the pets and not the virus
2: i so i don't quite know how that works i assume most doctors are self-isolating from their pets which generally is the case but they just don't want to leave them at home all day um, so doctors, nurses, admins, wow. doctors, hospital. So we are very game. We, much, we have a lot of regret and remorse about not getting a pet before this. I mean, ultimately, mm-hmm. we, we probably shouldn't have one normally because we're way too much, but we're maybe keen to foster now. Oh, my God. If you could foster a
1: doctor or a nurse's cat right now, that would be the greatest thing ever. Uh,
2: we are very much a dog household, but I love that you you gave us the option. I think we're, I, we're non-traditional in that sense. What, in sense that you're lesbians and you go for dogs, not cats. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. You are going to have to, have to, make, find out what this app is and make a story of it. And at, at, let Sarah do it. It's a deal. Awesome Feminist, and then there'll be a story because people are wanting to know what the app is. So after this, Catherine will let us know. on a I story. promise.
2: I promise. I'm writing it down. I promise.
1: Can you tell us a dark thought or low moment that you've had? Um, uh, th- we, we ask this because mostly we only stream us, you know, dancing to Mamma Mia in the living room while on, while on house party. And yet most of us at least once a day are having a super low crash. Have you had a dark thought or a low moment while this has gone on?
2: Yeah. Um, there was a time when I couldn't leave the house, but um, I suppose eight years ago in my life, nine, for, well, The two years prior to that, basically, Um, I couldn't, I really struggled leaving the house because of my OCD. Mm -hmm. And this is, uh, so at the start of this, I got quite antsy that I would uh, fall into the same thought patterns and quite depressed because I, not depressed, but like down because I was like frustrated that I was back in that space when I was like, I did all the work so that I could go outside. I want to go outside because mm-hmm. I earned going outside. Like that's nonsense, but um, that's what my brain was doing. And um, the thing about staying inside for me was um, about needing to control my space needing to un- <laughs> needing to know where everything in the space I was going to exist in was and um I was worried that I would fall back in and I and I have noticed certain I've been quite like self aware I think I've been able to go okay just because it's a smaller space just because I could clean it all every day does not mean I should Um, But the temptation to do that when it's a controllable space, i.e. you can get an entire house clean more than once in one day, just because you can does not mean you should. Um, So that has been my sticky point, I think, but I think I'm doing quite well. I'm like, I'm really proud of myself. Like, had this happened eight years ago, it would have floored me because what it would have allowed me to go on my OCD brain, because OCD is a big old liar, but OCD, it would have gone... See, we were right all along. Right.
1: If you don't keep everything clean, you'll die of a virus. Yeah. yeah. See, so that that's what is... the prime minister
2: said. So yeah. it's true. And so now I can go, these are exceptional circumstances. And I think it frustrates me watching um, some of the bad takes on the moment, especially just before we went into lockdown, of people being like, what a time to thrive for people with OCD. Um, it's like, ab- absolutely not. not. no. No. no you don't you're not supposed to do the compulsions we should not be engendering that narrative uh but but yeah but i'm okay
1: thank you for talking about that because i know that's going to help a lot of people and i've already seen people saying on here that that's been very helpful and they've felt uh that same anxiety or they've also got ocd um somebody here called uh, nowhere shay says ocd me wouldn't have been okay with the shortage of soap et cetera. i used to get through a bottle a day wow yeah so yeah, yeah it's It's important to talk about this stuff. Um, Someone says, yes, similar. I had a severe anxiety, depression about 10 years ago and I couldn't leave the house. And I worry I'll feel the same when this is over. It does, it is triggering, uh, because I was in a shunning religion. And so being cut off from people, because I got shunned and just didn't, there was just no one to talk to. And so I would go, I had a job, but the whole weekend and all the, you know, evenings I would talk to absolutely nobody. And so I think I, well, I know I have a trigger in terms of being ignored, um, yeah. cut off, you know, I definitely have a trigger on that point. And so, yeah, shunning for me at first, I got really, um, quarantine rather, for me at first, I got really bad headaches because I was, I think I was like coming off the caffeine of human beings because I'm yeah. a revert and that's where I get my energy from.
2: I completely and, understand.
1: And now there are times when I go, will I ever want to come out of this cave? Because is this changing me as a person? And I wonder about what effect it's having on children who are in very, important parts of their development who now will experience like it's a very three months is a very long time we don't know how long it's going to go on but say it's three months it's a very long yeah. time if you're three
2: yeah it's a you really know. long time but you know um i think there are some children who will get time with their parents they never would have gotten true and there are some children who will get attention that they would that they need you know so mm-hmm. it, and, and i think it's household by household going to be i mean this whole thing is going to be massively dependent on people's uh, financial circumstances as well it, it's this is not a an equalizer as an experience i don't think
1: madonna said it was oh,
2: good lord
1: are you disagreeing with madonna <sighs> in the box <boss>? uh
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna take it take that one for the team i'm gonna go ahead and disagree uh, with madonna uh, i know right. it's, cra- it's crazy oh. isn't it yeah, oh, oh she's mes-
1: madonna's messaging and saying get bikini box bitch <laughs> uh, so there's that what piece of online feminism would you like us to help you with today Catherine bohart
2: um, in, in what sense? In, when you say help, like, can I, show uh, that I...
1: Uh, like anything, is there any ac- action we can take, cause we can champion, place we can donate to? Is there any anything at all that you would like us to help you with, uh, something that might be close to your heart? Could be, like, to help performers who are in need. Uh, it could be to help refugees, uh, refuges, uh, food
2: banks. I think for me right now, I think what you mentioned earlier... And if you have a local shelter Mm -hmm. for women, for children, for for men, I think genuinely, I think I struggle to think of a situation that would be worse right now than a tense domestic one or a a violent domestic one. Mm -hmm. And I think if we can in any way direct our funds that way, that's what we should be doing. Um, But also if you need a resource, uh, some people have already mentioned it, but um, in relation to what we were talking about earlier, OCD Action is a great uh, space for, they have loads of, Um, services and information and uh, if if you're struggling.
1: Great. So could you make a a story for for OCD action and also one one for a refuge that you'd like us to donate to? I certainly Um, can. And then we will share those stories at the end after this and people will take action and it will make us all feel like we've got a purpose and a reason to get out of bed and get back into it again. Yes. Um, What do you hope humanity will learn from this, if anything? from this big quarantine experience and the virus itself. Is there anything that
2: you think we might change as a, as a race, as a human race? A multitude of things I hope i like 'd love to obviously I would love it to result in the tearing down of capitalism, but um, given i 'm probably somewhat more pragmatic about the likelihood of that, uh, I think because I think it 's so interesting that like there 's a real recognition that when push comes to shove, we have to be more socialist than we 've been in order to mm-hmm. uh, help people through situations. What Kelsey praise. but um i My Probably on a personal note, the thing I have spent time on the last two weeks wondering is if this will lead to any kind of prison reform.
1: Mm, Um, Because of this little piece of experiential empathy about experiencing what it's like.
2: Yeah, I think the fact, I don't really understand the um, British sentiment, and I say British sentiment in a very loose sense in terms of like voter engagement on prisoners. And I find like the fact that it's a, Basic, like it, it is untouchable. You don't go near, like advocating for voters' rights in this country without knowing that you were going to get a huge flack for it. Mm. It's dumbfounding to me. And I, having had, uh, without saying too much, having had uh, people I love be in the prison system, um, I, I don't understand. Like, there's nothing like that as a family member. Like, you think about the person every day, and uh, and it's inherently change it changes everyone who's been through it like you can't be and so uh, I hope it will help us to realize the difficulty of rehabilitation the difficulty in like in reintegration after prison and also just like how how punitive it can be mentally Mm. and somebody
1: somebody called Toby here says uh, also they released a lot of minor prisoners for fear of corona spread so it can be done and it we really do it's the only thing from victorian times we've kept so we got rid of orphanages we got rid of workhouses we got rid of all of those big institutions and the only thing left are prisons and we it seems like it's like unpopular with voters to reform them because um of some idea of you know it'll it'll deter people but it clearly doesn't deter people um enough um and and it doesn't it doesn't make those people who most of whom have felt very disenfranchised from society to end up there. It doesn't help them feel more
2: enfranchised. Agreed on every count, but also we, we have a working measure for which types of prisons work and which types don't, which is to say the recidivism rates. And we know that we know that countries like generally Scandinavian countries have found functioning ways to make them useful by having trees, having open plan prisons, having white bright colors, having education programs. And we know that therefore they save money, right? Because they have to imprison people for less time and less often. And they, those systems work in terms of, and yet, and yet we just ignore the facts. We're like, no, it, it must be the worst possible situation so yeah. that we can, which is in diary it's
1: punitive rather than rehabilitating. Well,
2: um, now we should hopefully realise that any sort of like, like secession of your liberty for that extended period of time is still punitive.
1: Oh, sure. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I Without hope. making I hope. it as horrible as possible. Um, yeah. What a great answer and a unique answer on this show so far. What habits do you hope might stay with us or we think might stay with us and when the new normal turns back into something more like our old life. Well, so when we're allowed out, is there anything from this time that you think, oh.
2: I hope we'll still check in with people who are alone. Mm. I, feel like, I feel like that's the thing I'm doing more often. And they weren't less alone. They were less solitary, but they weren't less alone necessarily before. Mm. And I, I just didn't make the time. So I hope that's something I'll do. Yeah, More
1: that's a, that's a really lovely answer as well. I hope so too. And I think also we're learning to use FaceTime. FaceTime was a thing and we never really used it very much. Agreed. We, we were WhatsApping, but now I'm really aware if somebody is completely alone in isolation all day, you could send them WhatsApp saying how you're doing and they might go, Fine. Yeah but you don't know how they are really from that. They could be lying because they don't wanna say, Oh, actually I feel really vulnerable. So actually seeing and the 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 value in seeing their face and Agreed. having that connection has gone up. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. Agreed. Uh, any, finally, any books, movies, uh, binge watchers that you can recommend to us as we go on our quarantined <laughs> way this week?
2: Yes, I absolutely can. Uh, I mean, so much to say here, but if you, and I was I'm very late to the party, but if you are one of the last, I don't know, 10 people, including me who hadn't yet seen Succession, oh so good i want to watch it all again oh my goodness so good and so demanding of your focus you can't be on the phone while you watch it because you if you miss something, you're you like can't. wait what you don't
1: want to be on the phone
2: no nope. but you're the like show it's too dense the phone
1: cannot compete with
2: yeah it's too dense for you to be able to do both so i think watch succession um if you haven't seen the wire Go back and watch it. I haven't it... seen The Wire. I don't think
1: I'm going to do that, though, <sighs> Catherine.
2: That's fine. I, I get it.
1: It's too depressing. It's, I, I've tried with The Wire several times. I get it's, it. It's bleak. I want bright. And I'm, I'm halfway through that Tiger show, Tiger King.
2: Oh, well, then, if you want bright, um, uh, what is it called? One Day at a Time. Have you watched One Day at a Time? One Day at a
1: Time? Have I watched One Day at a Time? I feel like that's familiar.
2: It's a remake of a 1980s show that is live, a live sitcom and it is they're a family from Cuba who've, who live in New York oh, oh, and they're oh, three this. generations in one house uh, and it is light and joyful and representative and smart wow. and tongue in cheek but very, I, I'm a big fan. Wow. And also Some, Killing Eve. Somebody's pointing at Killing Eve. Killing, Killing Eve. Back. Hallelujah. Oh, thank God Jodie covers Jodie covers to save him. us. Is t- yes, indeed. Someone asked, Someone's asking: Is Tiger King worth
1: watching? It is pretty riveting. Somebody has mentioned "Say My Name." Oh my God! I wrote that movie. Thank you so much for pointing it out. Oh my God! It's a very good point. That is a very good point. That, that's on iTunes and YouTube. Yes. Feel good is great. Somebody says it's, you so, are good. Not it's so good. Wrong. It's so good. So great. Ellen Jones is also saying I must watch it. Okay. I, yes, please. What are
2: you? What are you saying? I must watch The Wire, Ellen, or I, I think or... she's saying One Day at a Time.
1: One day at a time.
2: Could okay. be wrong. I'm just speaking for Ellen now.
1: I assume. I assume. I'm just decided. You haven't watched my mountains Feel Good. You've, you're missing out. This week's Guilty Feminist, we talked to her about it and it's amazing. And Charlotte Ritchie. Agreed. And, and what are you looking forward to when this is over? What can you not wait to get back to? What's the first thing you're going to do? If they said quarantine's over right now, all the shops are back open, all the restaurants are back open, everything's back open, uh, sex parties are back on. What's the first thing you're gonna do or you're most excited about?
2: Um, it's a really lame answer. Uh, my sister lives uh, on the other side of the city, uh, which she's so close and yet she feels so far away. Mm. I really want to smush my sister. Oh. Um, if that's not a terrible answer, just want no. to give her a big Because She's been really nice because she does, we do coffee morning every, or do our coffee break every morning at 12 together. That's what we do on FaceTime. We do 15 minutes of coffee and I want to squeeze our little face.
1: Wow. Well, that is a lovely answer that on the way to your blow dry and your manicure and following sex party. And ice cream gelato. uh, And ice cream gelato. On the way (laughs) to all of those things, you're going to first stop and smush your sister. What a lovely answer. Uh, Catherine, make stories of anything you wanted to recommend, whether they be charities or books or... Uh, movies and we will make stories of them and you can see all of uh, Catherine's ideas and anything you've got because actually one thing I'd like to tell people is you have a fabulous new podcast called You'll Do with your girlfriend Sarah Keyworth. Can you quickly tell us about that?
2: Yes it is uh, largely a podcast in the face in the name of um rallying against hashtag couples goals we uh, were really tired of being made feel like we were doing love wrong so we just thought we'd talk to people about their real life experiences of it and we were lucky enough to have you and the lovely tom selinsky who i can tell you i don't know if i like to say this but i'm saying it is uh your next week's guests right <gasps> i'm so excited and i think it's my favorite episode i think you were really brave and i was very proud of you um we do drop some serious revelations and i've given
1: a little trailer on this week's episode of the guilty feminist there's a little bit of a coming out of a couple of things uh but we don't I don't really talk about it very much on the podcast because uh the big scoop is on uh Catherine and Sarah's podcast you'll do because Tom and I got equal voice we were there as a couple and that felt really right uh so if you were lovely and honest. honest if you want to know more about it we were honest because Catherine and Sarah said be honest because we can always edit it out and then we thought it felt like a really affectionate, warm, lovely show and you made us feel very safe. So we just said, don't edit it out. Thank we you. We should talk about this. So thank you for being thank such you. wonderful interviewers. Thanks for coming There's on. There's a number of bombs dropped. in. Oh, oh I think Sarah and Catherine, Catherine thought we were going to come on and talk about our dreary, dreary, ancient monogamy which we dusted off to talk about well it
2: was so funny because at the start we said we're not looking for a scoop guys just fyi feel safe it's a safe place we're not looking for a scoop and
1: then you gave us a lot of scoops it was a there was there was scoop after scoop yeah you. so <laughs> if so it next week uh next week's episode of on Your will which is bbc on bbc sounds you can hear all of that but listen to all of them because they're fantastic Please um can't you. wait to have sarah on friday and i think tomorrow we've got may martin and the following day, we've got Ashling B. Um, oh, what che- a gorgeous I know, week!
2: I know, I know. It's a the- short-haired lesbians, blonde English, no, blonde short-haired lesbians and Irish women. I mean, yeah, that's basically this week. What a week!
1: <laughs> we've had Tra- Travis Alabanza on Monday as well. Oh and my They gosh. are phenomenal, mm-hmm. phenomenal. And that one uh, should be up on YouTube because that was yesterday. So that one should be up on YouTube tonight or tomorrow. And that, and now it's up on YouTube already. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, This one will be up here for 24 hours and then it will be on YouTube. Please tell your friends. And uh, there will also be a T-shirt made made of something Catherine Bohart said today. There were so many candidates. I don't know what Hannah's going to go for. And all the profits uh, of that will go straight to Catherine Bohart from the merch store. So if you buy the T-shirt, that will be uh, money in Catherine Bohart's uh, ever-decreasing pocket because she can't gig at the moment because comedians can't do their job.
2: That's amazing.
1: Please buy the t shirt and uh, send some money Catherine's way and also wear her phenomenal slogan. Uh, go to you. the merch store now, at guiltyfeminist.com. If you'd like to support the guilty Feminists because we can no longer sell tickets to shows, then please sign up to our Patreon. Um, and you can find that at our website, guiltyfeminist.com, as well. Please choose love. On the other channel at DF Dubs, you can see an interview, a new normal interview I just did with Josie Norton from Help Refugees about the situation in refugee camps right now and what they're doing to keep refugees safe from the coronavirus. So please watch that as well. It's on the stories over there, and that will also
2: be on YouTube. Catherine, is there anything else you want to tell us before we go? No, this was lovely. It was really nice to talk to a person. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> it, that's so a great lovely.
1: t-shirt. Hannah, that's a great t-shirt. It was, it was so really stunning. nice to talk to your
2: person, <laughs> Catherine Bohart.
1: That's going to be great for our stay in t-shirt. That's one of the many candidates. Love you lots, Catherine. Thank you for having me. So... Bye, darling. Bye,
2: Bye everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.